What's going on, people? I want to welcome all of you to the Talk to Q Radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And I guess the Q right about now stands for quarantine, I guess, instead of Quincy, because uh, that's what all people are doing around the world these days, and at least that's what they're supposed to do. So I figured I'd bring on a couple of people, and we'll just kick around a few topics, have a little fun on a lazy day. So... I guess this is the quarantine show, and I want to welcome on Brad Pruce from Florida yeah. and the bad man from Arkansas. You've probably heard both of these names before I listened to the show back in the day, but uh, fellas, how's it going? Oh, man, it's going good. You know, sun is shining in Arkansas, a little cold, but you know what? In a day above ground, you know, it's a good day. I'm doing all right, Most except I'm day. waiting to see a lot more people get sick because of the idiots in my city. I don't know if you heard, but they opened up the beaches and they posted a bunch of pictures around showing the beaches swarmed last night. So we have this whole COVID-19 thing going on, coronavirus, and, you know, people are easily infected. And you mean to tell me that they've opened the beaches so that people can congregate and help spread it around even more? That's exactly what I'm saying. Now, of course, they put limitations. Like, you can't have a towel or chairs. Ooh, that's going to prevent it. They they posted pictures around of all these people walking in close proximity on the beach. Shit's getting real. I don't get it. I promise you I don't get it. I I mean, we're talking about people should be quarantining right now. And, you know, I just watched a video this morning that uh, show legend Crystal Hickerson um, posted on YouTube about seven tips to quarantine, you know, because that's what we should be doing. We should be standing home at home and only going out when it's necessary. By the way, right. for those who want to check out the video, you can search for Crystal Hickerson on YouTube or search for Trinity 0267 if you want to check out her video. She has a bunch of videos there, too, and some audio books if you want to check that out. But, uh, I mean, so, Brad, let me start with you first, man. I mean, what's a typical day for you right now? Oh, man. Uh, typical day for me right now is uh, make myself a little bit of breakfast, and then, like, if it's during the week, I'm going to be paying attention to the stock market because I'm trying to make trying to make some money that way since the, uh, okay. you know, the, the unemployment isn't a whole hell of a lot, and it's been a feat with my – company that I work for trying to get the money in for, to help yeah. everyone. So, and I'm watching a, a shit ton of, you know, uh, Netflix and Hulu and Amazon. Um, I'm just sitting at home most of the day. That's okay, Batman, what about you? <laughs> What's the typical well, day for you, Batman? Uh, mean typical is since school is shut down for the rest of the semester. I just usually just try to do work, you know, that they, uh, the teachers been sending through our little, uh, little website, what have you, you know, beside that, you know, I'm just watching, I'm watching stuff on YouTube. I mean, like black exploitation movie from 72 to about 76, you know, movies <laughs> like, uh, Blackenstein and Three the Hard Way, which 
Oh, Anybody wow. under 40 would not understand, but what we're going through now, they were talking about this in 74 with Jim Brown and, and Fred Williamson and, and, and you know, uh, Jim Kelly, you know, they were trying to do something with the water supply, you know. But, you know, if you really think about it and you think about what, what the situation with Flint, it'll make you think. But, see, you have to be of my age. And I, like I tell people all the time, I'm not I'm not ashamed to tell people I will be 49 years old. And, uh-huh. I, you know, I'm a child of the 70s, so I've seen some shit. I have seen <laughs> some shit. Now, now I, I hear you, man. You talked about all the black black exploitation movies. Now, have you seen The Hebrew Hammer? I heard about it. You got to watch I it. I heard movie. about it. It's 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 like those movies, but you insert some Jews. It, oh it, wow! It, it's funny <laughs> as hell. Have you seen Tiger King? No, I haven't. I haven't heard, heard, I heard, I seen so many memes about Tiger King. I'm like, I'm gonna kid you one day. You have to see it. You have to see it. And I mean, this is happening. It's uh, I think his zoo was in Oklahoma, and then of course. Then it's Carol Baskin, who's the kind of villain. Is uh, she's over in Tampa? <laughs> so I'm like, man, oh, I gotta. Oh, yeah. so that's the Carol Baskin they be putting all the memes from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay, Carol I Baskin, get it now. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, is that she's talking about all the bad that that Joe Exotic does. With cage, you know, having animals in cages and whatever. I mean, she's doing the same exact shit. So, hmm. I, I think it's just a whole, you know, hate jealousy thing going on between all of them, and they're all batshit crazy. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right, Brad mentioned you mentioned Tiger King. So, I mean, Netflix is king right now. That's what everyone's doing. So, like, what are your recommendations? For Netflix, Brad, aside from Tiger King, what should people be uh, checking out? Oh, wow. Um, all right. Well, right now I'm watching Money Heights, which is a – it's a four – it's got four good. seasons right now. Um, and I, I'm – man, I've been just going through it like crazy uh, the last few days. I've gone through them all. Uh, that's great if you like like crime – thriller stuff. I'm also watching, because I didn't watch it before, Shit's Creek. Let me see what else what else I've seen. Oh, have you ever seen Letter Kenny? Who? Letter Kenny. I've never heard of it. Letter Kenny is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's got like seven or eight seasons, and it's filmed up in Canada, where most of the funny shit is filmed. And it is Freaking hilarious! It's about a bunch of podunk people and what their lives are like, and how they're kind of split between the uh, emo freaks, the athletes, you know, the the druggies. It's funny as shit. Watch the first show, you're gonna get hooked. Letter Kenny. Let's see on Hulu. I was watching. Actually, I was watching. Um... On AT&T app, I was watching the uh, 
the biopic about the Clark sisters, man, and man, that's deep, man. You know, I didn't, man, those sisters, man, that was that was deep, man. You know, I yeah, didn't know a lot that of they were took about it on Facebook. Yeah, you know, it's was, it was pretty deep though. But but on Hulu, I watch like retro series like uh, Family Matters, Living Single, um, uh, Beverly Hillbillies. You just stuff we grew. Oh, yeah, it's not like early nineties. Mm. Now, now the uh, if you want to go a little bit retro, the Outer Limits series, not the original, but the ones that came out in the nineties. The ones that came on Showtime, yeah, that was amazing. Because now I remember um, there was one episode that kind of really did it for me, and it was an episode where the the main character in there, uh, which his, um, it's played, I can't remember his last name, but his name is Saul. And he was in, um, recently in Hunters with, uh, with Pacino. So, yeah, 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 but yeah. his character, he's, he's a, an attorney, but he's kind of trying to hunt down Nazis, you know, you know, 40 years, 50 years after the war in America. And this, guy who has this little time travel thing ends up running into him and he ends up going back to one of the camps and he actually sees the he sees the uh the nazis execute his mother this crazy stuff let's switch gears and talk about uh our government i guess and bad man i'll start with you first i mean what's your stance on what's going on in the White House as far as this whole COVID-19 thing, and what's your confidence level in the White House right now? To be honest with you, I I just feel like there are really no words I can just say about how the White House is handling this because I feel like this is something should have been handled a long time ago. This is something that somebody prepared for. It's not like he just jumped out. I mean, it's not like back in 1918 or or back in, you know, back in when they had the Black Plague, you know. We got, if we could, we done put men on the moon. We done did all the space travel. And you telling me that y'all don't know about these viruses that's running around? Bullshit. Uh, Well, you know how I feel is that I feel Trump is the best thing that ever happened. I can't, I can't go any further with that. He's a fucking idiot. He's really an idiot. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he, anything that he talks about, he's trying to either blame it on other people, which he does all the time. All right. So did you see that, that, uh, what they just put on their, um, promo? He, he put out mm-hmm. yesterday, Kind of like a rebuttal because Trump basically said that they that New York is responsible for the mess and that um, they should have been asking for help and they they built this wonderful hospital for them and they didn't use it. Well, what he said, what Como said was that listen, the hospital was built on your projections. Your projections. We didn't end up using the entire hospital because that's not what was ended up needing. 
but the projections came from you. So if you want to blame someone, blame yourself. You know, Trump just lives for himself. That's it. He, I don't think he can give two shits about, about anyone, including his family, including his family, because I'll tell you what, if it was a sinking ship, the first one off would be himself. He'd say, screw everyone else. This lifeboat is mine. I mean, well, let me say this. Let me ask this. Is it fair to say that because this incident is unprecedented, that it's understandable that our quote-unquote leaders will struggle in trying to figure things out? No. No, it's – here's the problem is that Trump doesn't want to listen to anyone. He doesn't want to listen to anyone, and he doesn't read anything either because he doesn't have the – he can't sit still for two seconds <clears throat> to read. So – Everything has been out there. His main focus has been, what can I do to make other people look bad and myself look good? That's all he cares about. So if we had someone else, and I don't care who else, if we had anyone else in that position, I feel like they would have at least listened to the experts, and we would have had a much more manageable situation. Okay, bad man. You agree or disagree? I agree with you 100%. That's because I'm a smart motherfucker. <laughs> now, bad, bad man, oh. I don't know if you knew about this, but but Hugh got Hugh got three guests for the price of two. Did you know that? No. No. Hugh, you want to you want to tell him the story? I'm trying to remember what story you're talking about, Brad. So back back in the day, Hugh and I would converse on Facebook. And we would converse on Twitter. So Q thought it would be a great idea. He's having a conversation with me on one of the meetings, and he's like, man, you gotta, you got to meet this other guy. I think you'd get along great together. Who is the other oh. guy? Me. <laughs> me. Because, because he knew me as my name on Facebook, and then on Twitter he knew me as, uh, I think it was Jeweler Brad or – or beer bottle. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one I had. So <laughs> that was the funniest shit. Oh man, yeah, I think I remember now. I had no idea I was talking to the same person. <laughs> yep. Oh man. I'm like, man, these, these two guys get along great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Brad. I mean, sometimes people people tell me that I, I have two personalities because, like I said, there's Keith. And then there's Batman. Batman would say he would say some of the craziest shit ever. I have said some stuff on Blog Talk that I'm serious. I mean, there's one joke I cannot tell that joke now because hey, it's just the the day of age. But back in the day, <laughs> I told that joke, and we it shut down the whole show for about five minutes. And the thing about it, every time when I see a little young boy jumping rope, I just bust out and I think about Q and I'm like, Q, like, Batman just made me choke from laughing. And I'm like, man. But I be I used to try to tell the women, hey, the signs be there. But let uh, me ask you. Oh, Q, but hold on. Hey, what's what's your what's your top three movies that you've seen the most? That you will ne- you will never stop tiring of seeing them. Uh, 
Well, I'm not really one who just watches movies over and over, but by far the movie I've seen the most is Blazing Saddles. Oh, uh, that's great. And I just know, saw that last night. That movie I've seen more yeah. than any other movie easily. Now, Blazing you Saddles. Listen to, you listen to podcasts? There's, there's a freeze amazing colossal podcast where they had okay. on the show the original, um, I think, uh, writers, directors, producers of the Blazing Saddles for its, uh, I think it was its 50th anniversary. So that episode okay. came out probably about four or five months ago, maybe, but it's definitely worth checking out. All right. I have to check it out to tolerate Gilbert you, Gottfried's did you voice, know I guess. That Richard, did you know Richard Pryor? I did not know that Richard Pryor wrote for it. He got credit for that? Yes. Yeah, because they said be they in. talked about that. Yeah, they they talked about it in the uh, show. He was originally going to be in it, but then declined. But it, was, but it was a big break for Cleveland Little, who I thought did a great job. Oh, he did a fantastic job. Yeah, but I can only imagine, they, they, you know, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder had such chemistry. I can only imagine how funny it would have been for Richard Pryor as well. I know. Well, but I, I think the thing is, is that Richard Pryor has a different different kind of funny. Um and one of you know one of the shows that is really panned, people don't like it, but I love it. Of his is the toy. I'm actually interviewing Scott Schwartz on Monday, the guy that played the kid in the toy. Yeah, I'm yeah. Interviewing him on the show on Monday. That's funny. Yeah, so it's ironic yeah, I, you brought that I up. Love- but my favorite Richard Pryor movie of all time. Beside live and uh, on, uh, you know, live and concert, it's got to be which way is up. That movie is the funniest movie Richard Pryor ever made. I'm talking about the the, the I'm just saying the characters he played, Leroy the Daddy, Reverend Lennox Thomas, which was a take you of know his what? name. And I've heard of this movie, and I cannot recall if I've seen it or not. I know I was talking to someone about it recently, and they were saying it's one of the first movies. You know, a lot of people give Eddie Murphy credit for playing multiple characters in a movie and being one of the first to do it and everything. But Which Way Was Up came came out a lot earlier, I guess, than what Eddie Murphy uh, did in Coming to America or whatever. But um, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I know that I've probably seen it before. I just don't remember it. All right, so let's get ready to wrap things up. I've got a couple more questions. And, uh, Brad, let me ask you, man, when do you think things may possibly get to back to normal? And, and when I say normal, I'm really talking about maybe 80% or so because, I mean, we may be years away from complete normalcy, I think. I, I don't think we're, we're not going to really start to get back to normal for at least a few months. Um, I, a lot of the jobs like my own have been severely impacted probably at least June that I know of. So we're not going to even see some semblance of normality. um, I'm going to say until probably July, August, but even then there's going to be a lot of things that are put into place that are going to help prevent at least to this extent of going through it again. I mean, think about how many times you're in a, in an area 
where there's so many people together. We just, we can't see this stuff again. So yeah. it's going to be a few yeah. months at least. It really is. I think so as well. And Batman, what's the first thing you're going to do when things return to normal? You know, let's say they come out, they come out with a, va- a vaccine um, in July and everything is good. What's the first thing you're going to do when things get somewhat back to normal? Uh, I'm going to Illinois, get my uh, little bad one so I can, you know, spend some time with him and have some father and son time because, you know, I haven't seen my son since Christmas. And, you know, my son is really mm. – my now my son, he's, he's five and be six, and he's asking – you know, he's saying stuff like, you know, I know my mom, my mom and dad are not together. He's asking those questions. And, and you know, for a five and six year, you know, a five year old, it's, it's kind of tough. He sees mom, you know, absolutely. somebody else, dad's not there. But I, but we both tell him that we love him. You know, he was born out of love. We always tell him that. And, you know, he just, he just, just a child of divorce. And, you know, I just try to, you know, be civil with my ex-wife. I try to. I mean, I have to. Because at the end of the day, it's all about him. So that's my main thing, you know, when all this goes through, you know, just just spend time with my son. Okay, that's what's up. And, Brad, what about you, man? What's the first thing you're going to do? Go back to work. (laughs) Um, I heard that. I mean, and that's, I'll be going back to work probably about a month or month and a half after they kind of start freeing things up in the country. But um, I want to see my friends. I want to see my family. Um, I don't need to do anything, you know, you know, crazy, but I just, you know, I want to be out in public and just kind of hang out a little bit. I don't need to be in some concert or, around lots of people, but I just want to be able to interact. Yeah. And for me, uh, what I miss, and if when things go back to normal, I want to go to a comedy show. I mean, we, we have a comedy club here, and um, I miss stand-up comedy. I, I really do. Just And it has nothing to do with the crowd or anything like that, really. Um, but I just want to be able to sit down somewhere, or even just on TV, and watch someone perform you know, in front of an audience. And... Uh, now I know both of you guys. Your lives is, is anyone if if anyone's been paying attention to the last uh, thirty minutes of this this discussion, they know that you were influenced by comedy <laughs> growing up by both of you guys. And um, so, like Batman, who were some of your favorite comedians coming up? Uh, of course, Richard Pryor. He's number one. He's number one. He said what was on his mind. Uh, Eddie, of course, you know, because he had that, he was like the LL Cool J of, you know, comedy. He was just boom, 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 boom. But mm-hmm. Bernie Mac, because he had that Chicago flavor, swag. But there's somebody else from Chicago. The late great, also another late great, Robin Harris. Of all them, yeah, I'm more influenced by Robin Harris. Because Robin Harris would snap on anybody. He would look for heckling. And just like Q, you you seen that uh that clip I had uh on YouTube when they that chick was trying to heckle me 
and we had like a five minute banner. We was just going back and forth, back and forth. And yeah. you know, cause I know I'm, you know, I ain't, I haven't done that in, it's been like nine years, but I want to actually just go to a club, a comedy club and just give it a shot. Just get up there. Just give me five minutes. I won't even, I won't even say a cuss word and then like that. I'll just talk about the just things that we've seen. Just like, like right now, I can tell y'all something funny right now. During this, during this crisis, I've seen dudes riding around on a horse and had a mask on the damn horse. I'm like, the horse needs to breathe. I've seen dudes riding horses to the stove like it's 1875. <laughs> I'm talking about riding a horse in an urban area, you riding a horse. People driving cars, you pull up in a horse. You go to the gas station, <laughs> the damn horse tied up by the gas pump. What the hell? I mean, I can only imagine that you get pretty good parking if you um, take a horse. Yeah, you do. But you got to worry about what, what that part, what you going to leave when, when you and that horse leave. Mm-hmm. Well, Brad, what about you, man? Who are some of your favorites coming up? Oh, uh, well, the first one that comes to mind is a, a really weird, weird cat called Emo Phillips, which I don't Emo know. If you I heard of. I remember him. He's a he's crazy, and I actually have I won on eBay one of his shirts, his his Michael Jackson looking shirt, and I actually had him sign it at one of his shows about like 10, 12 years ago. He had the okay. hardest time. He did not want to deface that shirt, but um, but he did, and I ended up getting it framed. He's just a weird, 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 weird fucker. Um, yeah, another yeah. one. his voice was weird, and he's been around for a while, too. Well, yeah, I mean, I used to do his act. I, I When I was in junior high school, so God, that was like, uh, that was over 30 years ago. So the uh, I remember distinctly uh, when he goes to something like probably the toughest time in anyone's <laughs> life is when you have to murder a loved one because they're the devil. Well, <laughs> other than that, no, it's been a good day. Um, just just the weirdest shit like that's come out of me. Uh, but another one, of course. Eddie Murphy, because anyone that grew up in the 80s, you had to love Eddie Murphy. I'll tell you another one that is hilarious, and I think he's underappreciated, Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh, (laughs) man. If you've never seen his act, you need to. Get on YouTube, go wherever you can. You need to you need to see here his act because the shit is hilarious. And I um I saw him in person when he played in Jacksonville probably like six, seven years ago, and it was just it was the the funniest shit ever. And and I played his album probably at least fifty, sixty times, and that's probably putting it lightly. And it's just as funny every single time. The um, yeah, that guy one of the is things, a trip. 
he goes, I'm, I'm walking through an airport and someone comes up to me and says, hey, listen, I don't mean to insult you, but you look like Bobcat Goldthwait. And he's like, I didn't have a damn thing to say in response. <laughs> I mean, it's, he's just, he's in your face. He's a matter of fact, and it's just, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, his he gets your attention with his voice. All the screaming and ranting is, I mean, you think something's wrong with him, but, but I mean, that like just that. gets your attention. Yeah, but it, it's not even like that in his show. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. some of the characters that he's played, but in his acts, it's it's that's few and far between. Except when he kind of references, and he goes, and he might do it once, and he goes, "Yeah, that that was like a a whole day's pay for me in police academy." You know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, hilar- hilarious, um, and. Another one, other one, one last one, is uh, is uh, David Crosby, who is uh, you know him from Arrested Development. Um, very very big political comedy, and it, it's would be great to listen to it now in the situation that we're in right now because of liberal he is. As well, so okay. those are my comedians. I just always looked at, I always looked at him as a singer, but uh, no, no, that's that's yeah. a different one. Oh, okay, okay. And well, I mean, uh, no, you my know what? Favorite... I said Crosby. I meant Cross. David Cross. Cross. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not Crosby. Okay. Hey, listen, I've been drinking whiskey, so <laughs> get off my back, man. Crosby steals and Nash. I'm like, okay. I didn't know right. he told jokes. But uh, Crosby steals Nash and Murphy. So, <laughs> I uh, of course, I mean, I, I love Richard Pryor growing up, and and Eddie Murphy, and I was also a fan of Robin Harris. I mean, he was taken away way too soon. Um, but I remember, you know, back in the late '80s, uh, watching this show, you know, Evening at the Improv, and and seeing guys like George Lopez you know, get his start and, um, you know, or maybe catching Seinfeld early in his stand-up career. Seinfeld, Seinfeld was actually pretty funny, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, but, I mean, one guy, and unfortunately he we lost him at a early age, too, because he was in his 40s. One guy that I think was absolutely genius, and I put him up there with Richard Pryor, um, and he kind of came along maybe in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, are you all familiar with Patrice O'Neill? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Oh my Patrice God. Patrice O'Neill. No. That dude is a damn trip. He is a genius. That guy. I was know. So what made him so great? I think was he was on the spot funny. He can have a conversation with someone in the audience and turn that conversation into the funniest thing ever. I mean, he was just good, you know. And, uh, man, he has a stand-up comedy special. I think it's on Netflix called, uh, I think it's called Elephant in the Room. And it is one of the funniest things you'll ever see. He can talk about women and make it funny like no other. And another guy who's good at it, and his name escapes me right now. He's from the Boston area. 
a really reputable comedian that has his own show on Comedy Central where he brings in other stand-ups. God, I cannot think of his name right now. He's very popular. Bill Burr. Bill Burr is hilarious. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's one of my he's one of my favorites as well. But but Patrice O'Neill, man, that dude is great. And a lot of people, if you're not familiar with him, Google him. I guarantee you, you will crack up. Like as far as comedians now, I mean, I, I have some people now that I like watching. Um, the last comedy show I went to that was back in February, um, in Biloxi, Mississippi. I saw um Dion Cole, and Dion Cole was great. Oh, I love Dion. It's very funny. Uh, but um, <laughs> guys I want to see, there's a comedian named Mark Norman. Mark Norman is really good. He kind of reminds me of a um, a Norm MacDonald uh, type of throwback comedian. There's a guy named Brett Ernst who's good. Um, I did see Alonzo um, Bowden in, um, in Memphis last year or year before last. He won the last comic standing, I think, the last season it aired. And there's a lady named Yamanika Sanders who uh, I kind of started watching when I used to watch the little roast that they had on Comedy Central, little roasting shows, and Yamanika Sanders was yeah. hilarious. And so, uh, yeah, there's some, there's some good people still out there, but uh, I don't know. I, I love my comedy, and that's what I look forward to whenever all of this is over, just going to some comedy club. I don't care who the comedian is. It might be bad man on stage. All right, so let's wrap this up, fellas. So, bad man, let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter. Uh, you can catch me at BCFK. Like I said, Facebook. Uh, that's a whole different story, but uh, cause I stay in Facebook jail, so <laughs> Facebook don't find my humor funny. <laughs> I am a repeat offender. Her ma- a matter of fact, I'm a habitual line stepper when it comes to Facebook. Are you oh, in jail man. Again? Good thing that I- Yes, I am. I got in jail for calling somebody a turd. That's harassment <laughs> or bullying. Are you serious? I call him a turd. It wasn't yeah. like I called him a Special Olympics turd. I said a turd. 30 days That's from now, much. I got like seven profiles. But yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah, you can just catch me on Twitter with BCF, BCFK. But if you see me on Facebook, the uh, main profile is going to be Keith Batman Coggins. And like I said, uh, I have jokes. Just like All my right. ex-wife and had jokes. If you're going to give me uh, half your stimulus check. Uh, er, next question. IQ, I was just kidding, but anyway. <laughs> and Brad, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle on Twitter right now is beer bubble that's b-e-e-r-b-u-b-b-e-l-a-h beer bubble i won't even ask you gotta you gotta say it like an old jewish man beer bubble beer bubble yeah bernie sanders yeah yeah q come over here and i'll feed you that's what jews do <laughs> oh man all right all right well, fellas, I appreciate you taking time on a, to kick things around with me. It's just, uh, you know, this quarantine this has me at the crib. I'm trying to be creative. And even though I'm an extrovert, I actually um, have enjoyed uh, the opportunities I've had on the weekends to kind of just say to myself and, you know, watch TV or surf online or whatever it is that I do. 
And uh, so, I mean, we kind of have to look at the the silver lining in all of this. I mean, of course, we want the economy to return. We want everyone working. And my heart goes out to all of you who may be experiencing, you know, issues with that. But also, this is a time where, you know, some people can be closer to their family. People who have the opportunity for that. Uh, people have time to read, listen to my show. There are a lot of things that you can do to try to pass the time away. So um, I just encourage everyone to try to make the most of it and keep your wits about yourself because in a situation like this, man, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to go through depression and things of that nature, and we want to avoid that. So keep your mind active and keep your thoughts up and try to remain positive and hope that our leaders in the White House can figure this thing out and do the right thing and not open up the country too soon and have us all sick again. We we don't want that because people are actually losing their lives over this. And it doesn't seem real when you look on TV and see the numbers of the people who have lost their lives. But at some point, it's going to hit someone you know or some or maybe um, affect a, a friend of somebody's family member or something like that. And you don't want it to get to that point. We want to try to keep this stuff down suppress it, get rid of it, and definitely get rid of it before football season because if I miss any football, the homicide rate is going to go up in Mississippi, I guarantee you. If I I get sick, I'm going to find the highest-priced hooker that I can find, fucker, because that way I know Trump's going to end up getting sick. (laughs) (laughs) Megan Halen. All right, but fellas, I appreciate it. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, we'll do this Thank again you. sometime. Well, we'll do. All hey, right, appreciate it, Q. Just, hey, just call call my people. We'll set something up. Okay, yeah, I have my people call your people. That sounds good. Yeah. I, I ain't got no people. people. I'm, just, I'm just out here. You're, you're my people, bad man. All righty then. And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com, and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ, and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.